welcome to Pedantic and Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. I almost just started singing the MacGyver theme song because I've had the MacGyver theme song stuck in my head That's for the past normal, hour and a half. Right? It is. I Well, it is for me. I frequently have the MacGyver theme song stuck in my head. And then one of my favorite, my favorite line, I mean, this is a digression, <laughs> immediately digress. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're not didn't even get into the episode yet <laughs> haven't even announced it so there's like a line from like maybe the first five minutes of the show where macgyver is saving this guy from a like a like a mesa kind of thing where he's mm-hmm. crashed and like russians have like shown up to like take his government secrets and or maybe they're like i don't know kajikstanians or something like that there's some like georgian caucus based terrorist group anyway right and it's very important that you get that dialed in yeah. to, the, uh, <laughs> to, to describe uh, the precisely scene. who they might be but so he has to rescue this guy so he gets the guy out of the bamboo jail that he's in makes no sense he's on a mesa it is clearly <laughs> clearly filmed in moab and right there's a scene where he ha- he grabs a parachute and then he grabs a flare gun and he starts hitting it. I may have actually told this story before on this podcast. I'm going to tell it again. I don't know if you have. I don't remember it. Maybe but I, I also don't listen. <laughs> okay, well that's good. Uh, he starts hitting this flare gun with a with a rock, and the guy is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like it probably the one of the worst lines I've ever heard from any show. Right, and then from one of the worst ADR lines I've ever heard from any show, MacGyver responds, "Making a rocket thruster," and then that is like, (laughs) just that line is so fantastic. (laughs) Anyway, now that we're three minutes into the show, (laughs) Gravity Falls, the the children's show, that's phenomenal. Right, I'm a little disappointed you couldn't segue your MacGyver story into that <laughs> I, intro. There... I was, like, waiting for it, <laughs> and you got to government secrets, and I'm like, oh, is this it? No, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. Simon really <laughs> just wanted to tell a story about MacGyver. <laughs> I want our podcast to get big now, so people will listen to this episode. And then now I have a reason to say to people whenever they ask me what I'm doing to say... Making a rocket thruster? Yeah. Because now when I say that... You you can now have that on a soundboard. Yeah. Just ready to go. Well, well, now no one knows what I'm talking about. And then I have to go through this whole thing where I explain to them that scene. <laughs> but yeah, now you can just send them the link to this episode. And be- say, just listen to the first five minutes. That's all you'll need. If you want, I mean, you can continue to listen to afterwards if you feel like it's really good. If you're like, wow, these guys... Or at least download the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, at a minimum, download the whole thing. You don't even have to listen to it, really. (laughs) (laughs) And while you're at it, just download the other ones. You know, they're not very big. They're only like 30 megabytes each. It's fine. Uh, Actually, side note, I realized that there was an issue on at least iTunes where it only had our 10 most recent episodes. Uh, So if you started listening to us relatively recently, within the last 20 weeks or so, (laughs) uh, check iTunes again. There's 
twice as many episodes now. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Well, that's good. Yeah, I fixed some stuff on the back end. I mean, it kind of is, it's horrible that it's our worst episodes, but it's also our best episode. Mm-hmm. Our two worst and our best, which is kind of sandwich each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> normal. <laughs> yeah, right? It's really, inc- we're really consistent with our quality here. And we never <laughs> ramble. We are always straight to the point. <laughs> no shaggy dog stories in this podcast. No shaggy dog stories. So. Okay. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. So, brief. <laughs> eight minutes. <in. laughs> brief overview. Well, it's not going to be eight minutes once I, I we caught out the earlier part where we're talking. But. Okay. Fair, fair. Now I'm just. Okay. That's right. Gravity Falls. Quick overview. It's a show about two children from California who get sent to live with their uncle in a place called Gravity Falls, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And their uncle owns a tourist trap called the uh, Mystery Shack. I was about to say the Cryptonomica, but that is... in Yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, no, the Cryptonomica is from uh, the Adventure Zone. Uh, <laughs> very similar place, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so they just, and then they have just adventures where it turns out Gravity Falls is like the house of just like the weirdest stuff in the world, and all these weird, like random things keep on happening to them. And they become like monster hunters, and they just go on adventures with these monsters looking for them or discovering them with this book called The Journal, which has a six fingered hand on it and the number three. And, and. Also, at good. this point, might be worth mentioning, uh, spoiler alert for this whole episode. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a spoiler alert. Yeah, if you have not seen Gravity Falls, thank you for downloading this episode. You should probably go watch Gravity Falls and then watch this episode. Uh, also, you are probably mostly in the same boat as me. <laughs> yes. Jeff is about to have... He's forced to have everything spoiled for him. Spoiled. Listener, yeah. you don't have to have that. You can still enjoy the show. And you should enjoy this show. This is a phenomenal show. It's incredible. It's so good. Alright, cool. So good, I watched about half a season and got distracted. It's because you're weak, is what it is. That's true, yes. You're weak, and if there's... You got it in one. (laughs) If there's not, like, some weird, I don't know, existentialist, Japanese, Russian (laughs) bullcrap, you're not interested. Uh, I wish I could refute it, though, but no, you got it. Like, is there a television show that you do watch? Uh, not really, no. There you go, guys. I've watched two seasons of The Good Place recently. Oh. Okay, well, at least there's that. I mean, that's also a good show. Yeah. yeah. But that's more of like a well-known good show. This is more like an underground gray area good show is gravity falls underground gray area good show i would say i mean it's not like it's like everyone i know has watched it yeah but we know nerds oh true (laughs) yeah 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 you forget that we met when you invited me to go larping (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's underground, but it's a children's show. So it's not like when people think of like nowadays, like the age of good television, they think of like Game of Thrones. And it's not like part of like the prestige television that people think of nowadays. Oh, yeah. But it should be. Children's shows have gotten so much better in the past like five years, 10 years. When did Everything Falls comes out? I don't know. Ten years. Yeah, I think closer to ten years yeah, it's, it's, than five. It's always older than I think it is. Because I didn't get too into it until... Uh, when did I get into it? Oh, you know what? I think it was in college. So yeah, it would have been a little while ago. Like, like my first year in college. Second year in college, because I wasn't living in Maryland. Anyway. So, we've decided to focus today's episode on monsters. The monsters from the, from the show. They're mm-hmm. crazy crazy uh clever is how i describe them so okay that seems fair right i think it's a clever show so let's start off with uh a a character called Mm -hmm. rumble mcskirmish (laughs) pretty great name right solid start (laughs) he he's a character from like a 2d fighting game Mm-hmm. Like the old arcade games. And he gets summoned out of the arcade game into real life by the main character, Dipper. Mm-hmm. And he eventually fights, or or he's summoned to fight. But fights everything, by the sounds of his name. Pretty much. He's, like, always ready to fight. He does a lot of these, like, cutscenes where he gets, like, letterboxed on his eyes mm-hmm. and he's like why why have i lost this fight things like that he's a great voice mm-hmm. uh and uh so the question is how he he is so he is pixely in id when he gets summoned he gets summoned with the graphics and the animations okay. that he has originally is he still two-dimensional or do, does he become three-dimensional he is still two-dimensional in fact the way that Dipper beats him is that he gets Rumble McSkirmish to look straight up, and because Rumble McSkirmish mm-hmm. doesn't have an up-look animation, he ends up falling down two-dimensionally. Two he gets in. stuck in a T-pose. Yeah, it kind of, well, he, he falls down on the ground and he's two-dimensionally on the ground. Ah. So he's like the thickness of his pixels, however thick mm-hmm. they are. So I guess he does have a thickness to him. So first of all, we have to get up how can you have he does eat. That's what's incredible. He does eat. Okay. So he's a two-dimensional creature that does eat. However, mm-hmm. when he eats, he has to pick up the item and then select the item inside of his item menu to eat it. <laughs> I mean, that's just logical. I, I, of course. It's a video game character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... So I think the first thing, like, how do we get, what is Rumble McSkirmish then? Do we think that he's, like, some sort of alien or maybe robot or is he, like, actually biological or? Um. Well, is he, like, hard light? I don't know. Holographic? How, yeah, I was thinking more towards hard light, like, electric versus biological okay okay i mean i mean 
yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> because, but I mean, yeah, just like biological would be difficult, seeing as he doesn't have depth, uh, a third dimension, <laughs> uh, for the most part. So, you think he's just like a an embodiment of energy, essentially? Yes, of just pure force. I mean, that's that's all I have to work with. I mean, unless they're giving him some sort of mass to work with to like repurpose to take his form. Hmm. Well, well. So what I'm wondering is, are are his are his punches and his kicks? Are they actually mm-hmm. him punching and kicking? Or is it like a force from somewhere else and it's just is in sync with like the image of a character? Because, I mean, he's a video game character, right? So so mm-hmm. he probably has like hitboxes and stuff. And even in video right. games, it's more that the hitboxes aren't actually caused by the character. Obviously, it's a video game. Uh, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But that they're in sync with the character's animations. Okay. So maybe it's like it's like uh some sort of force that's leaking through or 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 that's coming out during those animations. It's all smoke mm-hmm. and mirrors. But where is that force coming from or uh like how is it being projected? Yeah, yeah. And I mean uh psh- uh that's tough i don't i this mm-hmm. is another thing because now we're getting to the area where we're like into uh into like telekinesis where we're like there's no like really great forces mm-hmm. maybe well we can pull it back to like i don't know back to it like it has some amount of mass like there are electrons and protons and just the whole thing that they need to like exist as a thing um and it's just like them like not being able to pass through other mass okay like it it is just a thing hitting a thing okay i like it could be like the hitbox essentially is like yeah dips into a third dimension yeah, I don't know. No, I I like this idea. How that would be explained? I like the idea. Uh, uh, if we did something like it, he he, there's yeah, there's an existence there. There's something that does compose his body, that is of mm-hmm. this world. Uh, and when he does his punches and kicks, essentially all he all he's doing is he's just transferring energy, right? So maybe mm-hmm. he is very, he's like, he has a lot of internal energy. Like he's very warm, a lot of kinetic energy. And mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. he punches and kicks, all he's doing is transferring the energy that's just being stored in those. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's just being stored inside of those physical atoms into mm-hmm. whatever he's hitting. So a way to think of it is like he is it's like a, a leak in this dimension to a different dimension that's je- mm-hmm. that has like a lot more energy in it and it just slowly bleeds that energy into this two-dimensional creature 
and then mm, mm-hmm. he punches and like transfers a little bit of that energy. Right. Yeah. So it's just like he's very filled with pressure. He's got a lot of pressure. Which is why he's so prone to fight everything all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just literally a hothead. And why he literally cannot stop moving. Mm-hmm. He has to keep on moving. He will die. <laughs> yeah, he has to he has to continuously burn off all that energy that's leaking into him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like that. I'm it's a little bit hand wavy, but that is the other half of our name. That, yeah, that is the point of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so he does have a special ability, which is that he can summon fists from the sky that will beat okay. everyone up. Okay. Now, are these ones actual fists, or are these... Uh, I guess they're still light also... fists. Yeah. So maybe that's all they are. They're just extensions of himself. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's deep. Right. I didn't realize that he has a tattoo on his back, which is the Chinese character for buttocks and fart. I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> has uh, some real, real subtle touches in right, it. Right, some subtle ch- touches. Like, that's a Chinese character. You would have to be able to read Chinese to get a <laughs> fart joke. <laughs> the next one is a character called Giffany. Okay. So it's spelled G I F F A N Y. Oh, Giffany. Yeah. Well, it's a GIF, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, you keep mispronouncing GIF. That's weird. I, I, I don't believe I'm mispronouncing GIF. I believe it stands for grass. Oh, I totally forgot what it was actually stands for. But it's a GIF. It's graphics. You don't just... Well, well yeah, but it's also choosy programmers choose GIF. Wouldn't it make much as, just as much sense to say choosy programmers choose GIF? Well, no, because that's not the peanut butter joke. What's the peanut butter joke? <laughs> It's, I don't know if it's just anecdotal, like, not uh, apocryphal, rather, but that was uh, the logic behind why it's called GIF, not GIF. Is because of the peanut butter. For the, for the joke, like GIF peanut butter. Programmers aren't <laughs> good at jokes, Simon. <laughs> yeah, people give me crap for being an engineer and being bad at jokes. I have a comedy podcast. <laughs> Yours are just too literal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Jiffany is Thank you. a is a computer program that why mm-hmm. I'm just realizing I didn't mean to do this, but at the two I'm starting with, all of them are computer I, programs. Just these two, but I did happen to start off okay. with these two. Uh she's a computer program from like a dating simulator game. Okay. Uh, that is sentient mm-hmm. and very jealous. Okay. And can jump from, like, if, if she can jump between electrical uh, systems that are connected. 
and she is telepathy. Oh, sorry. Oh, so this yeah. one is still inside the computer. Yeah, she's always she's still oh, okay. inside. However, at one point in time, she does take over an animatronic uh, squirrel. That's okay. that's from like a Chuck E. Cheese style, uh, uh, like fun. What do they call it? Fun house, fun place, playhouse, play game. Ah, uh, I don't think it's any of those things. <laughs> Uh, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. From a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it's the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's got to be a word for them. Anyway, so she goes crazy and tries to kill people when they try to delete her. Okay. I mean, that seems... Uh, I mean, unreasonable. Like, a little more escalation than, than it would be normal. But, you know, trying to preserve oneself... All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she doesn't have any she has no concept of what it is to be alive. So murder to her probably isn't anything. Well, she does understand the concept of not being alive as like she's not okay with being deleted. That's true. But I feel like being deleted is so much more different than being dead. I think it's exactly the same thing. Uh, I guess. I mean, I can't really I mean, think like of if a, she's yeah, a no, sapient thing that just exists on the computer. If you then make it so she doesn't exist, that's pretty much being dead. But what I mean to say is that, like, yeah, I guess. But I mean, I, I, I feel like the the human death isn't isn't the equivalent to her as like it would be to us. Mm. Like. We kill predators because they threaten our existence. And we're, I don't want to say all right with it, but we're more fine with it than when we like slaughter entire groups of people because they're threatening us. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a whole political conversation yeah. <laughs> we can go down, but let's, uh, let's give that one a pass. I feel like her being a murdering program isn't like an mm-hmm. ethical or like a crazy thing. I feel like she. She probably is a sociopath. She doesn't have any emotions. <laughs> uh, except for jealousy and love. Which are the worst emotions <laughs> Only those to get. <laughs> two emotions. Yeah, right? Anyway. So. Do we think that she's just like. Someone decided to create a really early. Like. AI. AI. And put it inside of a dating game. And then it slowly learned through all of its boyfriends to be jealous and angry and how to do stuff. Uh, I mean, what if it is like a self-learning AI. Yeah. And I mean, like, for the game, is it a commercial sort of release? Like, everyone gets the same version, or is it a shareware? Like, you know, you play the game, and then a friend makes a copy of your files, and the, you know, the self learning AI has already started self learning. Oh, oh. And it just kind of proliferates. Okay, so only one copy is ever seen in the show uh and and when she describes her origin she says that she the programmers try to delete her 
And so she deleted them. So she murdered all of them. Yes. And, okay. and there's a very funny gif of them being murdered that I'm watching just a loop of right now. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm going to say that I'm going to say that there's only one of her. That she was created. Okay. And that's it. And there might be other versions of G- of Giffany. Giffany? Mm-hmm. But I hate that name so much. Uh, this is there's only one in this show. Okay. That is a murdering so And presumably that's the only one that is sentient yeah. and murder happy. Yes. When they destroy her disc, they destroy her. Alright. We'll say that's how that works. What if well well I mean we could see her as like a um so so here's the thing. So she can she can go through systems that are connected. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So maybe she needs to to do that, she has to be kind of like a computer virus. So what I'm thinking. Maybe she has to be to, to do that as a computer virus to affect any really any electronic device that has like an iota of computing power. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has to be incredibly small, like like uh, okay. like the guy who created the virus that fits on the um, swipey parts of uh, Target cards. Do you remember that from a few years ago? No, I don't. Oh, never mind then. So 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 maybe she has to be like small, but but the the reason she could be so small is because she always has connection to the larger full file. Well, and that's kind of where I was thinking, rather than um, a virus that is copied and, like, call it, well, I mean, I guess that could be a bit of a uh, an element of it, but, I mean, there is the Internet of Things, so it could just be one central program that just more or less hacks into, you know, the fridge and the animatronic squirrel and whichever laptop you're sitting on that she is now on the screen of yeah 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 so she's more like it's less like a virus and more like she is tendrils yeah like there could be a virus element in that it opens up back doors or something yeah like a trojan element makes logging credentials yeah which is why you know when they destroy her disc it you know takes care of the whole problem because her, of Tiffany because her disc contains logging credentials well uh contains her oh yeah like she can't log into things if she no longer exists yeah so it leaves the code of Tiffany but not the like the tendril of Tiffany but you've essentially cut off the head at that point right so the question is because if it's on a compact disc it's removed from a computer and that that doesn't destroy her so then how is she destroyed with the disc like how that's that's i like this idea Yeah, that's the issue that i was getting at because like there would be a copy made on the computer do they also destroy the the hard drive uh they don't they just destroy the disc um maybe someone refreshed the memory yeah. At the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking... Like, they, they, 
Ah, continue. I was thinking, so this is going to be weird. I'm thinking like like the scene from 2001 Space Odyssey where Hal is uh, reading. He can't read their lips, but he can see the vibrations of the water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking more like she just needs to be constantly reading the data. So maybe anywhere where there's like a like a s- camera or something that's pointed at the disc or near the disc mm-hmm. enough to get any kind of reflection off of it, she mm-hmm. can still be she's still considered running at that point. You know what I'm saying? So as long as there's some light hitting the disc so that she can read it, the disc is considered. Is she reading her own disc? Yeah. So you know what I'm see what I'm saying though, right? Well, like, I think you're running into a recursion problem, though. Where she has to be able to read her Where own she disc. has to exist on all things in order to constantly be able to read her own disc. And there's no way to really do that through, like, whatever bad webcam she's able to connect to. Like, Is there no way, can you not read a laser disc just with normal light? Do you need to have a specific... Uh, I don't think you'd be able to get the resolution to really read it. That's tough. Yeah, no, like, I like having the one physical, actual entity. And it has to be Um, that disc. But, like, you take it out of the computer. Okay, she's still running like she's in, like, RAM, right? Yeah. You break the disc... She's still in RAM. If you reboot that computer, then she's gone. But breaking the disc, instantly killing her, I don't know how to make that one work. I, maybe, maybe. Okay. So, let's assume that she wasn't specifically created to be uh, this kind of AI. And she has a, a default where mm-hmm. she she believes that she will die if the disc breaks or is destroyed. Okay. And therefore, mm-hmm. when it is destroyed, she kills herself. So that was like the, the fallback bit of programming that was hard-coded into her. Yeah, or like... Is that is a belief. Or like, or like a piece of faulty software that was created in all of her iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it wouldn't have come up and been disproven otherwise yeah or something like that yeah okay i can see that but that is just also a flaw in the program so yeah so she would have seen the disc destroyed and then through whatever flaw of the program would have deletes herself on whatever she's running on yeah that seems plausible (laughs) seems good enough it seems better than reading a disc with like a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I thought that was a pretty clever solution. Or I mean, or maybe not. That's fine too. Okay. <laughs> Next one is a creature called the Summerween Trickster. Now, okay. Now, because this show is based. Over the course of one summer. They couldn't do a Halloween episode. They couldn't do a Halloween episode. (laughs) So they invented a holiday called Summerween, which is exactly six months 
from Halloween. Okay. Because Gravity Falls loves Halloween so much. Okay. And they... That tracks. Halloween's pretty great. A, a debatable. Uh, <laughs> if... So so the submarine trickster is a is a uh humanoid shaped pile of candy uh okay that makes a deal or not it threatens it threatens children uh <laughs> <laughs> really it's just semantics at that point <laughs> it, it it threatens children the children to collect 500 pieces of candy or it will eat them 500 pieces collectively or each? Uh, collectively. It, it wants 500 pieces of candy. Okay. And uh, it is it is just loser candy, which is all the bad, crappy candy that no one likes, that mm, has just mm-hmm. become sentient. Okay. Uh, it's just a big old pile of candy corn. Uh, Got it. Oh, a bunch of stuff. Candy corn. Uh, like cinnamon jelly beans some people don't like black licorice and those people are wrong because black licorice is delicious (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh i there's actually really no candy that i don't like except for i really hate malt i think it's gross okay that's a weird one to be the only one to not like i don't know what it is about malt but it just is so gross it's so gross (laughs) <laughs> so my my I guess if it was me writing this out this show it would literally just be those and cinnamon jolly beans I do not like those either. Mhm. <laughs> okay, so it threatens kids. It threatens to give it 500 pieces of candy. Yes. What it was so Now is this to make itself stronger, bigger, faster uh second one uh it's it's just to it's just as a punishment it it hates children who don't like loser candy which is all children right so it tries to kill children and punish them much like jigsaw uh uh, (laughs) just the moral of the story (laughs) is to like loser candy more yeah it was to appreciate what you have that was the moral of the story because the the reason how they defeated is seuss who's my favorite character from the show eats him alive Mm -hmm. and he's so happy (laughs) that he someone likes him that he dies I get. Okay. I make this show sound way worse. Of all of coach. the ways to go, happiness seems like a fine way to go. Yeah, he cries candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he, and why? Why does he have this vendetta? Uh, well, up until the being eaten by a person, I was going to say, a uh, man in a candy suit with a mask. Dude, but I mean, he actually literally d- eats a child during this show. Oh well, that's also uh, difficult to kind of Scooby Doo away. Isn't yeah, it? he eats a child named Gordy, and then Gordy gets saved by Seuss because Seuss eats Gordy eats out around <laughs> the, the monster. <laughs> well, he eats around the child that's within the monster. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, what if... Well, let's look at this from a very basic kind of, you know... Going... Let's let's go back to, like, biologic basics. 
uh-huh. human bodies, all not just human bodies, most bodies, I think all bodies mm-hmm. are made out of just like long chain carbon mm-hmm. and candy. Sugar is really just long chain carbon. Okay. So it would make sense that maybe something that had like a structural a component to it would maybe just absorb candy as it's like nutrition. Oh, like a slime mold. Yeah. And then it and then it is a slime mold that uses the candy as food slash structure. Yeah, there you go. And and then it only has loser candy. Because uh, that's what was left laying around. Yeah. And maybe it's a slime mold that doesn't like being given table scraps. It wants the real thing. Or maybe it's a slime mold that needs to consume human brains to gain intelligence or something like that. Sure. That's... You consume children to gain their powers. Yeah. Got yeah. It. That's why I consume children. <laughs> that... Yeah, I, <laughs> everyone enjoy that soundbite. <laughs> I uh, you can recover yeah, it. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a slime mold. I like this. Sorry, I'm I I always thought his name was Gordy. It turns out his name is Gorney. Gorney. Yeah. Okay. Which sounds like is a, it like a pun on anything i or? i don't believe so i think it's just they decided to name him gorney i also really love just fate eaten alive by seuss that's the <laughs> best description i've ever seen yeah mm-hmm. so i guess that makes sense he's i guy do was on not expecting us to solve this one so quickly and we did so now we're moving on <laughs> You gave me half a chance to bust out slime yeah, molds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what's a good one? Oh, here's a good one. Baby pterodactyl. Actually, it's a regular pterodactyl that is mm-hmm. alive during okay. during this world. Uh, like mm-hmm. in, in nowadays. There's no time travel mm-hmm. going on. Oh my god, this is another creature that died by having someone eat their way out of their stomach. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, what a dark show. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. So there's a... So what they find is that the... Uh, underneath Gravity Falls, in like an old mine, there's a whole bunch of in full dinosaurs... That have been preserved in, I believe it is amber. Okay. Or maybe it's honey. I feel like they would do something other than amber that is reminiscent of it. Yeah, I, I don't actually remember the word. It's some yellow creatures. Tree sap, that's what it is. Which I guess is amber. Y- yeah. <sighs> So yeah, so they're all preserved and they're still alive in amber. And then as like it heats up, it melts mm-hmm. the amber and some of the creatures get out. So the and is still alive part is, I think, the biggest sticking point that we'll have to tackle. Yeah. So so what is it that's in this this tree sap? It's undefined tree sap. So I think that we got a lot of wiggle room there, man. Uh. Yeah, that that's a good a good place to start. Like it just is whatever is in 
nutritious or there's it's got a lot bacteria of in it yeah. that like recycles waste product back into nutrition somehow yeah it's somehow got like photosynthetic components to it so that it can convert co2 back to oxygen maybe that's yeah well but that does keep the pterodactyl alive for its lifespan yes and now we need to extend its life yeah well jeb here's a good question what is it that kills people believing that you have to die okay okay (laughs) (laughs) we all get it you're just uh ageless oh i forgot that that tied into my (laughs) (laughs) uh what is it that kills? It's oxidative stress on DNA, right? Am I sure? Why not? It's something like that. This. <sighs> I mean, if we knew, we wouldn't also still be dying. I okay, yeah, I agree. So it's something like that. So what if, what if there are? Maybe they are dying. So maybe that they are. You want to do like a held in stasis thing, right? Or, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, where it's um whatever it is that does cause and lead to just, like, you know, a creature dying uh, is... Um, held at... Like, slowed down uh, because of the amber. Like, there's some... Yeah, so... Uh, aspect of it that prevents that so maybe the amber contains microorganisms that 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 are are parasitic what they do is they piggyback into uh the cells of the dinosaurs and then Mm -hmm. they start consuming the oxygen and all that kind of stuff using Mm -hmm. the dinosaurs uh uh cells as like a as for like their membrane and their protein right. building or the like their ribosomes and their mitochondria and all that kind of stuff so that the the dinosaur is no longer consuming uh it's no longer metabolizing as much at least it's just being kept barely okay. alive by this micro uh organism so are we thinking it's uh like cordyceps and taking it over or are they is it like symbiotic with the uh pterodactyl in it i think it's more like cordyceps i think it's it has essentially killed the not it hasn't killed the pterodactyl but it has reduced the pterodactyl to a point where it is barely alive it's barely functioning just so that it, it yeah, can keep... it's just a factory for metabolism for the micro whatever else yeah. is in there. And yeah. so anything that would be consumed or generated by the creature then gets consumed and generated instead of by the microorganism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, and maybe it's like uh like it's poisoned by oxygen or something like that. So once the tree sap falls away from the pterodactyl the microorganism dies mm-hmm. and the pterodactyl is free to resume its previous 
Okay. Metabolism. Boy, I feel like that was a long walk for a short, uh, short, short glass of water. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a real ambitious glass of water. I agree. That was like, that's like mountaintop glass of water. We solved death. We did. You're welcome. I mean, we had already solved death. Homeopathy did that for us decades ago. <laughs> true, true. Uh, maybe uh, one more? Uh, sure. I am debating if I want to do this one or this one. Uh, I think this one's pretty good. I agree. Time baby. Perfect. He is the ex- the last st- son of an extinct race of time giants and weighs approximately nine trillion tons. All right. Well, that messes up gravity. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Wait, does it? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> he, but that's why he's time, baby. Oh my god, that's easy. That's too easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Because <laughs> he... Alright, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> well, okay, well, there you go. Time, baby, can control time. Why? Because he can... He gen- is a black yeah, hole. Yeah, he is a black hole. <laughs> So this one is is Bill Cipher. Okay. Bill Cipher is a dream demon. He can go inside. A dream? A demon? dream demon. Oh, dream demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He can go into people's brains, uh, mm-hmm. or they're really their dreams through something called the mm-hmm. nightmare realm, which which is like the. So he lives in the nightmare the realm. Collective consciousness. Kind of, yeah. So he lives in the nightmare realm. We live in this realm. When we dream, there's like a barrier between the two realms that gets like muddled and allows things to kind of go back and forth. Okay. He can enter our world. And he is an all-knowing, pretty much God. All right. He's also a triangle with an eye. Oh, a triangle with an eye. though, like the the pyramid thing on the back of the dollar bill yeah yeah the all saying i so kind of what what is he is he 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 can really only exist in in people's dreams except that he can exist in the real world if is that for like a limited amount of time or you started to list the conditions before i cut you off so continue uh I'm no. I wanted to keep on talking because I wanted to find it because I can't actually remember how he gets released. Uh, oh, I can fill in more time <laughs> and pretend like I just continued to cut you off. Oh, that's what it is. If that helps, uh, it's only after a rift is opened between our world and the nightmare realm that he has okay. a form. So he, it, what really keeps him from having a form in this world is that he physically cannot go, but he can, like, project his consciousness into this world through, ni- okay. through nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I just explained what he was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then moving forward with that, how are rifts made? What is the nightmare realm? Mm. Uh I agree. Uh, so, well, well, so so assuming that he can like project his consciousness into our world, 
the nightmare mm-hmm. realm has to be something that is permeable only to thought. And then we kind of have okay. to define what mm-hmm. like thought is. Uh is it so it's permeable to just information, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a toughie. I'm trying to think like maybe he's like uh like the whole black hole thing where black holes can like project information out of them. Or quite someone can do that. So it's like Yeah, I don't think that's black holes. I don't think that's I think black holes. Fall in. Yeah, I think it just kinda of fall in too and then get atomized yeah. in the wrong direction. <laughs> that is really a right direction to be atomized in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's weird. So maybe, mm-hmm. God, how, how can something affect your subconscious like that? Uh, affect your subconscious like that? It's I don't know. What if like a cultural bias? Like he exists because everyone thinks he does. Oh man, I yeah. Maybe that's what he does. Okay, so he actually cannot actually enter our world. What okay. he does is, yeah, he's affected human culture from, like, BC times. Mm-hmm. Which is, it is true. Like, he does show up in, like, cave drawings in the show and stuff. Okay. And and in doing that, he sets in place the events that will free him from his mm, nightmare mm-hmm. realm. And, and, and like that's how he he does it. So when he's affecting people's dreams, he's not actually affecting people's dreams. People are being affected by their culture. Boy, mm-hmm. that makes a show really really philosophical about toxic culture. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz this here's culture that like literally will kill you and everyone you know. Mm-hmm. Eh, well, modern children's shows. What do you want? It's true. So, oh, that's weird. So there is a one problem with that. He at one point takes mm-hmm. over Dipper's body as a puppet, as well as he can't leave. Once he does have a body, he can't leave Gravity Falls. He gets stuck in a dome around Gravity mm-hmm. Falls. That is more difficult then. Yeah, I I feel like so maybe the puppet thing he get we can write it off as he sets in place that mm-hmm. like Salmon will get controlled by him. Yeah, well, I mean, there's televangelist healers, and then they heal a person, and they believe that they need to speak in tongues now. Huh. So like that's just is the culture of it. So yeah, yeah, Dipper yeah. being taken over is just him playing through the part because subconsciously he thinks he has to okay no i like it i think that makes sense but then why can't he leave gravity falls and see other body yeah i don't know that's the hard one it is it is well he can't leave gravity falls once he has the body because still that's part of what's ingrained in that essentially subconscious understanding of cultural understanding of what he is is that he's only stuck in gravity falls yeah or like he had messed up the 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 like initial push that had led to him only being able to be in gravity falls hmm 
Yeah, so that's what I was thinking is it's like he only can uh be so far away from the initial rift. Like that that is still mm-hmm. what's allowing him to be in this Part world. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he can't leave that rift because it is mm-hmm. the uh li- like like the anchor yeah of yeah that's a better word for it where where it can be yeah i was gonna say life force and i was like that's stupid <laughs> thanks for listening listener i hope you liked this episode that we did on gravity falls probably did because we did such a good job we did such a good job did you see our time baby one that one was like half a minute <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think it took that long me neither that was pretty much instantaneous. We literally read his description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening. Please remember to like. Like and subscribe. Yep. On uh, We're available on all podcasting apps, except for Podbean, still. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll have to look into that one. <laughs> uh, a lot of our episodes are up on YouTube. What else we got? Oh, thanks, Joe Sopcich, for our yep. music. Mm-hmm. Uh uh send us show suggestions uh, um yep you can email us or contact us through pedantic and wavium.com yep or pedantic hw.com yep we have a uh, twitter if you're an itunes listener oh, oh, sorry no. if you're an itunes listener uh try again there might be twice as many episodes oh now. yeah i was actually wondering what that was and i just i thought it was because i was bad at using itunes Yep, that's just because I never checked iTunes uh, after the first couple episodes loaded successfully. Uh, well, that's good. That's always good. Yep. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're on uh, Twitter, uh, P Hand Wavium. Uh, that's where we announce mm-hmm. our new episodes. Although I we release our episodes pretty regularly, but if we ever have any information, that's probably where we'll, we'll put it. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Also, you can follow us uh that'd be good introduce us to other people i want to start putting up like little ductory things so that people don't have to start with the star wars episode because boy oh oh or we can just do like a super cut and put together some of our yeah that's what i was thinking and best things yeah that's what i was thinking maybe doing a super cut or maybe you could just listen to the serial mascots that's all you should just do that's (laughs) (laughs) that is the episode i recommend yeah people start on yeah it's a it's that's a pretty good episode anyway uh thanks for listening hope you liked it i'm simon and i'm jeff goodbye have a good evening i realize you i think cut that part out slash i never actually listened